Fintech Australia and Tier 1 People present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finney's Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June, 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Now here are a few words from one of this year's finalists. Hey, I'm Aaron and I'm the CEO and founder of Bridget. We are a bridging loan company that allows homeowners to access the equity in their home to buy a new property before they've sold their existing one. Bridget are finalists for People's Choice Award Emerging Fintech of the Year. Aaron, congratulations to you and everybody at Bridget for making the People's Choice Emerging Fintech of the Year. Um, incredible achievement. This is the award that the fintech community gets to vote for. How's everybody at Bridget feeling about making the finals? We're very excited. We're pumped for the awards. Uh, the team has been working really hard over the past 12 months and, you know, the results speak for themselves. And so f- to have an opportunity to be recognized by the industry and to celebrate that uh, as a business and as colleagues and as friends is, is you know, more than we could ask for. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the last 12 months that you've, you've had at Bridget. Um, but before we do that, do you want to tell us a little bit more in detail the, the big problem that Bridget solves? Yeah, absolutely. So bridging finance has been around for a long time. Unfortunately, since the Royal Commission, traditional lenders have pulled away from providing such a vital and useful product. So many Australians don't have access to a suitable solution to buy a new home while they still own their current home and haven't sold and are paying a mortgage on that property. So Bridget is established to allow homeowners to access the equity in their existing property. We then help them buy their new property. And when they're ready to sell, they pay down their uh, their loan. Uh, It's a very uh, innovative solution the way that our technology works. We provide same-day approval, which is, you know, miles better and faster than any traditional lender in the market. Uh, Our product is interest-free for the first three months, uh, which gives the customer a lot of flexibility and um, comfort to understand exactly what they're in for throughout that process. Uh, And the whole experience is designed custom for bridging finance. There's no paperwork involved. It's all digital. Uh, It really speaks to us being in 2022. It's we've we've built technology for today. We're servicing clients for today. So Bridget uh, is is there really to support our customers, let them move forward, not backwards or sideways. You know, traditionally, uh, Australians have had to sell their home first. They wait for that sale to go through. They collect the proceeds from the sale, and then they'll look for purchasing a new home. That creates a huge problem. You know, there's temporary homelessness. Some individuals have to move in with relatives. Some have to find somewhere to rent for a few months. And that creates a lot of uh, cost and also uh, inconvenience. And so our product just unlocks all of that. It's it's accessible and and simple to use. uh, And we're really proud of what we've uh, been able to achieve so quickly. Fantastic. So when did you launch Bridget? 
Um, so Bridget launched just over 12 months ago. We uh, launched to the market uh, with our offering uh, and straight away the phone started ringing. It's a problem and solution that we're providing to Australians that is very relatable. It's real. You know, um, we have such a uh, dependency on our property market here in Australia. It's Australia's number one asset. And so when, when individuals are looking to move from property to property, there's just no other option. Uh, and so as soon as we launched, the phone started ringing, applications started coming on, in online. Uh, it, was, it was just uh, the, most exciting, uh, the, the most exciting day of the company. Cool. And sir, can you tell us how many customers you, you've had so far? Yeah, so um, we've processed over a billion dollars in applications since we've launched. Wow! Um, obviously, uh, the average loan is 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 quite uh, high. Uh, it's about a million dollars. So you know that's over a thousand customers that have come through our platform, um, awesome. and we've been growing from strength to strength every month. Uh, and we're, we're we're trying to become an inclusive and accessible lender. So our policies are very diverse and we cater to a a very wide range of borrowers because we want to help every Australian in their property journey. Whether you're upsizing your property or downsizing your property, you know, the type of customer is different and their needs are different. So we tailor our solutions to who those customers are. And so how have you gone about actually bringing a thousand customers in? Uh, a lot of the success at the beginning was organic. Uh, as I said earlier, you know, people relate to the problem we're solving. Um, we had some very, we were very fortunate to have some good press in the early days. We got picked up on the Today Show. We had an article in the SMH and the AFR, and uh, through that publicity borrowers and Australians started contacting us and putting through applications. Uh, We were, you know, bootstrapped at the beginning, uh, so we didn't have the funds available to go and spend on a large marketing campaign. Mm. Uh, So a lot of that just came uh, through word of mouth, through Hustle. My co-founder, he's a mortgage broker, uh, and so through his relationships and network in in the industry, we were able to start growing month on month organically. Um, And then only just recently, earlier this year, we uh, managed to raise um, our Series A uh, through two VCs uh, here in Australia, uh, and that finally allowed us the opportunity to start to market the product. Uh, so we've launched our first marketing campaign, uh, which has been tremendously successful, uh, and we're really starting to see that growth kind of accelerate uh, through these new channels. Fantastic. I love a good bootstrap, bootstrap story. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's hard work. Uh, it's rewarding when we see things succeed, uh, and when things don't work, that's okay because you know we're agile enough to be able to recognize that and start to start to you know pivot or, or make modifications mm-hmm. to our strategy. Um, it's obviously been a, a super hot competitive market um, for fintech in in the home loan space. How have you gone about, you know, how did you go about identifying where the opportunity was and how to differentiate yourself so that you, you kind of had the, the you know, competitive advantage that you could bootstrap and actually get something off the ground? Yeah, uh, it's a great question because you're absolutely right. The home loan market is extremely competitive. It's largely dominated by four major banks in Australia, 
and we've got the entrance of non-bank lending and fintech lending in the home loan market, but they're all going after the same customer. They're all going after a traditional home loan. And we identified a gap in the market, which is the bridging loan market. All these new fintechs, none of them are providing bridging loans, even the non-banks. It was traditionally the major uh, lenders that were providing these solutions like CBA, Westpac, but they're pulling back. And since the Royal Commission, it's become harder for them to mm. provide these solutions. So for us, we identified a gap and that's how we're competing because there's really no one else providing a similar solution to us yeah. in the way we are also providing it. It's very innovative. It's technology first customer driven um the experience overall is designed for bridging um so so yeah we're very fortunate to be playing in a space that doesn't really have a lot of competitors uh it's Mm. a great product um to acquire customers and help them through their journey yeah do you think and you know and and obviously you know it's a hot political issue at the minute um housing affordability you know, we keep seeing these schemes that I can't help but think that actually what they do is they actually decrease housing affordability rather than increase it for people. Um, you know, the the bridge and loan, I can't help but think, you know, then I've got, you know, I, I, I look back to last year where the market all of a sudden went on fire and you had people who were selling a property thinking, hey, we've made money on this. And then the the market increases by 30% whilst they're waiting for the house sale to go through and they've committed to a price and now they're going to enter the market and all of a sudden it's 30% higher than it was when they they actually kind of signed the contract for their sale. Are you seeing that this is kind of, this is a solution that's now taking some of that pressure off where people don't feel that they've got to then go and get a house, which obviously then increases the demand for housing in you know, a very short period of time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, there's several problems that we're solving. That is a great example. You know, customers are losing out on the upside on the sale of their property by committing to a sale first to then buy. This gives yeah. customers the flexibility to focus on the purchase that they want at today's price. Uh, when the market increases, you know, they've saved money on their purchase, but yeah. they've also made money on their sale. Um, yeah. The other problem that we're solving for is that the the supply and the availability of, of housing, there isn't a lot of stock because yeah. it is a competitive market. And so what's happening is um, customers are selling their property and they don't have anywhere to move into. Mm. And it's taking a lot longer for them to actually buy and move into their new property yeah. or their desired property. So, you know, we're also solving it from that angle. Uh, and, and, and the third one is really that there aren't many solutions in place to, 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 to kind of circumvent the traditional uh, solution. And when we're mm. talking about boomers and borrowers looking to downsize, there is no solution for them, you know, yeah. and, and, and there's all uh, estimated to be one point, 
six million households looking to downsize in the next five years uh, and they just don't have a solution you know these are not uh, you know spring chickens these are older individuals older Australians who you know convenience is really important you know you don't want to be yeah. moving three three times before you end up in your new home um, so our solution you know really takes into consideration our customers requirements um, uh, to help them access that finance really easily, conveniently, and just take out all the hassle in the process. Mm. Um, and we're also seeing a lot of um, new policies come through in government to incentivize downsizing, to free up some supply, uh, to help first home buyers move in. Um, yeah. But when it comes down to downsizing, you know, I, I think some of those policies do have really good merits uh, to help encourage uh, older Australians to downsize and, and mm. we will help them fi finance that downsizing journey. Awesome. Um, now you mentioned there the Series A. Um, how, how's that kind of, uh, where are you at now in terms of numbers of people and um, what are your kind of future plans for growth? Uh, right now we've got 15 staff. Uh, we've got uh, probably another five or six open roles that we're trying to recruit for. Because we're a fintech and a technology business, success for us isn't determined by number of people and headcount. Yeah. We're trying to build processes and solutions that are technology first, you know, um, and, and help scale the business. But I will say that customer service is so important. And so a lot yeah. of our headcount is actually in the customer service um, side of uh, the business because we don't want... Who, who wants to wait one hour to be on hold with a you know big four bank? No one wants that, right? Um, and so when customers call us, it, the the waiting time is you know five or ten. Have hours. they managed? Have they managed to reduce it down to one hour now? <laughs> Maybe <it> could be. <laughs> um, so for us, you know, it's it's customer service first. Uh, we're a tech business. Um, but we provide real human service. You know, uh, it's it's a big decision, you know, buying a new property. It's a big yeah. loan, a million dollars to borrow. So re we really want to make our customers feel comfortable throughout that process and be available to answer any questions. Mm. And so yeah. the technology does the heavy lifting and then our team helps support that customer through their journey. Um, yeah, look, I've, I've been saying the same to people for the last 10 years about, you know, any broking style business, whether it's real estate, recruitment, anything that's a middle requires a middleman. You, you know, if it's complex, you can't, you can automate elements of it, but you can never take the human out of that because every single situation is different with its own nuance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, we're seeing the uh, innovation in robo advice and robo broking. You know, I just don't, I think it's the technology behind it is amazing, but you know, Australians they need that human interaction when it comes to these difficult uh, or complex situations, and they're very personal as well. It's not like um, a personal loan where you can apply and you just want five thousand dollars for a holiday. This is a really big decision, um, and so it's important for us to put our customers first uh, and support them. Um, so to answer your question, yeah, we raised just shy of $8 million in January. That was co-led by two funds. We had OIF Ventures, uh, which are a fantastic VC fund. Uh, a lot of them are ex-founders themselves, which was why it was so 
uh, important for me to bring them on board. They really understand our journey. They've been in, in our shoes before and they provide really uh, strategic and useful advice. Uh, the other investor was Perennial Value, which is a ASX-listed uh, fund manager. Um, and for our future plans of accessing um, public capital markets via an IPO, it was important for me to be able to bring them on the journey really early uh, to help support and understand what we're trying to achieve. Um, and now, since since we raised um, those funds, you know, we've we've been able to grow the team. Um, expand our marketing initiatives, invest in technology, uh, invest also into a great office. Um, for us, you know, flexibility is really important to be able to offer to our staff. But flexibility means so many different things to different people. Uh, and so for us, we still have our Sydney office um, in Surrey Hills, and it's a place for our staff to be able to come together and actually interact with each other. We're a new business, we're a new team. It's important to have those personal connections and relationships. Um, and so, you know, what we found is that most of our staff want to come into the office, even though it's not mandated to be in the office every day. You know, we offer uh, remote working and um, working from home, uh, but our staff are so engaged and aligned with our vision that they, they, they want to be here. They want to brainstorm and come up with solutions to problems. It's just fantastic. Cool. Now uh, we're coming to the end and this is where you get to pitch, um, you know, why the, the FinTech community should vote for Bridget. But before we do that, what, what's been your proudest achievement when you look back over this last 12 months? Dexter, there's been so many amazing moments that I'm proud of uh, and achievements for the business. You know, we're speaking to you today is another one of those really uh, amazing moments. But particularly, uh, one example recently, we helped a customer who uh, needed to bridge uh, into their new home in Queensland. They had bought a property at auction and they had committed to that purchase um, and they didn't have access to, to finance. And as you know, in Queensland, you're at risk of losing your deposit if you don't settle um, by the agreed time in the contract. So they were at risk of losing $100,000. They called us crying because no major lender would provide them with a, uh, a solution. Uh, so within a few hours of their application, we had helped them. We had given them uh, approval. Uh, and a few days later, we settled their, their uh, loan. And so that customer was just over the moon. They sent such a yeah. wonderful uh, email to us and the team. And so those moments, they're really rewarding. You know, we're providing such a benefit to our customers. There's social good and social impact in what we're doing. Why should they vote for Bridget as this year's Emerging FinTech of the Year People's Choice Award? Uh, we've helped a lot of Australians. We've achieved a lot. We've raised um, significant funds. We've uh, had over a billion dollars in applications. And we want to continue to do that. Uh, so uh, please uh, have a download of this podcast. Well, Aaron, congrats to you and everybody at Bridget for making it this far. It's an incredible achievement. You know, when you look at the competition that you're up against as well and the competition that didn't make it this far. Um, and you know, good luck to everybody on the night. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. The People's Choice Award is brought to you by Tier 1 People, 
leaders in fintech executive search. We'll help you launch, scale, and innovate by finding world-class people 